0: Of a warm Thursday. <laughs> welcome, welcome everybody to uh, Coffee Conversations. This is Father David, and I'm Deacon Bob. I just felt a bit of song today uh, because yesterday we had some some fun snow snow showers, and it just reminded me of Christmas and singing a Christmas carol. So <laughs> I changed it a little bit today.
1: We did. We it was very Christmassy. We had about four inches of snow. Um, we saw a lot of trees bowing under that snow some right. cracked under that snow <laughs> did
0: you have any trees break down in your uh, in your yard
1: only only one which will make great campfire wood right after it dries out a little bit um, but it, I sent pictures to my parents in Florida saying welcome to spring in Ohio so
0: awesome yeah it was we were all talking about beautiful. it get ready for it and we had a good uh, good probably four inches here hmm uh, the the Canadian geese were trying where they were looking for a place to. Uh, <laughs> were working for a place to go. I think their butts were a little cold, <laughs> sitting out in the field.
1: I would think so.
0: But hey, that was the last little hurrah. The kids got off of school mm-hmm. you know, too because we didn't have, didn't have any power because uh, probably some trees took down some some lines somewhere.
1: But yeah, we were out of power for about seven hours. Really, so.
0: Wow! Did you make a fire to keep we, warm?
1: We did not. I came here. My wife crawled under more blankets. No, <laughs> it's like That's I'm going to work, dear. See, different ya. <laughs> different, different strategies. Yeah, different, different strategies. So, but it eventually came on by ten thirty, so that was good.
0: Right, and as I say, next week will be eighty, so mm-hmm. we'll enjoy it now for the next couple hours. Well, today I'm I'm eating some uh, some pecan bread from from Amish country.
1: It looks really good.
0: Yeah, it's going with my coffee uh, today, pretty pretty well. One of our one of our staff members went down to Amish country um, yesterday and brought back some some goodies and some some cheese. It's good stuff. Have you been uh, Have you been down to Amish country?
1: We do. We go down to the Carlisle, which is a hotel down there. Oh yeah. Um, we usually hit the Christmas shop. And all those little stores. Mm-hmm. And then go to the cheese place where they have meat sticks and the Guggensberg Bur- <laughs> cheese, yeah. Pepper Jack cheese. <laughs> so nice. good stuff.
0: Have you been to Lehman's? No. Mm-mm. It's a big, like, hardware store.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I was there once.
0: Hardwell, they have tons of stuff. It's like it's like Cabela's of like mm-hmm. Amish country. <laughs> it's like they have clothes and trinkets and hardware, and yeah.
1: Spider. We usually hit Breitenbach Winery also. Mm. That's a really good place.
0: Right. Yeah, I, I hadn't really been down there for a long while, and my brother uh, and I went down. So there's this place called the Der Dutchman. Oh, yeah. And they have cream sticks that are twice the size of your face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's awesome. They're like probably a foot long.
1: Now, I always and, loved, um, pre pandemic, I always mm. loved their buffet. You know, oh, yeah. it was just like tons of food. What do
0: so, Amish people like? Do they country fried chicken? Yeah, there's a lot of fried. All oh, fried stuff. Yeah, fried.
1: I don't know what do you call it, like polenta, mm. mush. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. that was really good. <laughs> mush. Yeah, mush. <laughs> I don't think they would appreciate that. Yeah, but. I don't know, <laughs> but if sure it's, it's tasty, called. that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was just very kind of heavy food. Yeah. Um, but it was worth it. It was great.
0: Right, food and furniture. That's that's pretty much. <laughs> That's pretty much what the Amish uh, got going on.
1: Well, and just their commitment to their lifestyle. It's true. You you see them in these little buggies and there's trucks passing them. It's like, I don't know if I could do that.
0: I am envious, I I think, of them you know, in a certain sense. Like, their commitment to simplicity. Mm -hmm. Like, our lives are just so crazy busy. You know, we have cars and cell phones and the internet. And just like, you just wonder sometimes, like, is this really helping me? Mm Mm-hmm really as much as I think it is I was um there's some nuns uh, Byzantine nuns down in Burton Ohio so there's some there's some Amish out there probably about 35 minutes just south of here and I'll, I'll go down there and visit sometimes and I'll go out for a run and I just see some some Amish women just walking down the street it's like you have the freedom to just walk down the street like yeah I don't need to be anywhere I just gotta I'm going somewhere but I just have to be and I I was kind of jealous of that, like in a, in a certain sense. Here I am, you know, speeding down the road. And...
1: I'm jealous of that when the weather's nice. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But when There's the weather's the probably, the uh, I don't think I'm quite as envious of that one. There is the other side of the coin. Um, but they, they do have a great lifestyle and mm-hmm. and teach us a lot. So yeah, but I do love going down to uh, to like Sugar Creek and mm-hmm. Walnut Creek.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll have to go back down again and get some uh, some more horseradish cheese yeah. and some uh, all the good stuff. So maybe it'll be a, a coffee conversations pilgrimage. Maybe we'll do one from from Amish country. Yeah, or <laughs>
1: even from uh, uh, Our Lady, of what Maryapoch? Oh
0: yeah, uh, from Our Lady of Maryapoch, uh, the um, uh, Byzantine shrine down mm-hmm. in Burden. Yeah, yeah, we could do we could do one from there. That'd be that'd be fun. But well, <laughs> good stuff. Um, life is good today. We want to talk about fire because fire, fire, fire <laughs> is fun. Yeah, so we're, yeah. we're talking today about fire. Probably could maybe from the from the log splitting uh, episode you had yesterday.
1: Right, and if you're a kid who's listening to this, you want to do fire safely with an adult who's yeah. there to supervise. Correct, correct.
0: <laughs> there are no rule. There are rules when it comes to fire. Deacon Bob, well, I will express we'll, this we'll through, share that, yes. through personal, um, personal yes. experience mm-hmm. in the Boy Scouts. So we. Did you get your 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 fireman shit? I, yeah, and that's C H I T. Yes, correct. <laughs> yes, fireman shit. It's a it's a little card you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's the the totem shit too. It's like um, you get um, you know you're what knowledgeable about, about packet, axes knives, and kni- uh, axes, swords and <laughs> swords. And <not> swords. <laughs> well, we thought knives. they were swords, <laughs> knives. Uh, you have to you have to be safe with stuff. So it's like you're going your through your procedures and everything, but. Uh, yeah, so Boy Scouts had fun, tons of fun fires. Mm-hmm. Um, what's Absolutely. what's most important for a, for a fire, in building or you know?
1: You know, it, it took me until I was way too old to win the competitions, but that you have to start with very small little pieces of grass that are dry and little mm-hmm. sticks that are dry, like the size of toothpicks, because mm-hmm. most people try to get size of pencils to burn, and it won't. You know, you have to have Something like a bird's nest or something really flammable to get that fire going. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, you got to start small. Uh, Get get your kindling, as they say, your kindling and your your tinder. Your your small your small things, and you build up build up more. I love pallet fires (laughs) in uh, in Boy Scouts. We were safe. All the adults were taking were taking control, but I remember this one fire we had. It was in the middle of January. We probably had pallets stacked like I don't know. 10, 12 feet high. Oh, wow. It was awesome. And obviously, once it's lit, we're very far back. Mm-hmm. and it, But it was between the cold. It was really cold. It was probably in the teens. And then the hotness of the fire, it actually made like vortexes with the uh, with the smoke and everything. Oh, yeah. It oh, was, that was huge. It was a spectacle. It was it was pretty cool. Wow. But we were in a very large field, you know, away from things. Uh, so there really wasn't much going to happen uh, other than just like witnessing the glory.
1: There's a a Native American saying that white people make a big fire and stand way back and freeze their butts off, where Native (laughs) Americans build smaller fires where they can sit real close and be warm.
0: There's probably something to that. Yeah, Yeah. I thought that was pretty profound. Probably something to that. But
1: yeah, so fire.
0: Um, you know, fire is kind of uh, like a primordial thing. Like you know, fire has been around since the almost the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. You know, we we needed we needed to learn to you know create heat and, and light, and fire has allowed us to do uh, so many uh, so many things. Just think about how many things maybe you don't realize use you know use fire. we use it to cook. Mm-hmm. You know, we use it to heat our houses. Um, and it's it's really kind of a underestimated element. That we
1: well it's kind of domesticated too right we've learned you know, to control we... it and not mm-hmm.
0: let it be quite out of hand
1: so in the kids wanted to buy me a grill because mm-hmm. I like to grill things out yeah and I said just get me a campfire grill mm-hmm. like those ones that just swing over the fire yeah so I usually build a fire in the backyard so we can cook over the fire not over you know like the grill yeah in propane and stuff mm-hmm. like that sometimes I think we domesticate it too much. Yeah. And forget about that power it has.
0: Right. That's true. Yeah, I think we were talking about this, and for as um, underestimated fire is maybe in our daily lives, you know, fire is really a part of our, our faith in a lot of ways, too, that we may not realize. So fire is referenced a lot in the scriptures, more maybe more so in the Old Testament, but fire is something that's, and it's referenced in all kinds of ways, um, but maybe more than we realize, fire is referenced a lot and then, um, you know, in the life of the church and, and prayer, we actually pray with fire um, in, our, in our liturgies, at mass, uh, and different things. So we, I just kind of just want to talk a little, bit about, uh, a little bit about that today. But kind of before we jump into that, you know, I think something with fire, it's powerful, but it's also social, you know, it kind of draws us, it kind of draws us in. You know, I know, you know, I certainly, I remember the fires, you know, that we had in Boy Scouts, um, but I probably remember more. Even just sitting with friends, you know, in the backyard, I probably remember the encounters I had, and the conversations I had, and, the, and just the time spent with other people, you know, around a fire. A fire, a fire, kind of invites us in in a very, very way, mm-hmm. um, and kind of leads to a deeper sharing. I don't know if you've kind of experienced that.
1: I have, and for me, it would be Boy Scouts too, mm-hmm. where those memories are from. Um, my favorite was at at night when the fire was just embers, yeah, and we would sing this song that. It talked about softly falls, the light of day as our campfire fades away. And it was almost like night prayer. It was like this mm. reflection of yeah. the fire was small. It was huge. Now it's small again. So yeah. have I done those things I'm supposed to do? Yeah. You know, and what am I going to do tomorrow? But it was always the sharing with the kids and the adults around the campfire at the very end that I thought was the coolest moments. Yeah. It is
0: very interesting. You know, um, fire, for as cool as it looks, it really does draw something deeper it kind of touches on something deeper uh, mm-hmm. within us, and um, and yeah. So you know, in the scriptures, you know, um, fire is used in all kinds of ways. So in the Old Testament, uh, the Israelite people, uh, the Jewish people, were were being led through the desert, you know, uh, in Exodus, and you know, there's actually uh, God appears to them as as a pillar of fire that kind of leads them through. So fire kind of has this um, uh, protecting and, and kind of guiding kind of force to it. Yeah. Um, Moses in the burning bush, you know, God uh, reveals Himself uh, kind of through fire, and got kind of makes God present, and uh, in, in a very, in a variable way, and um, kind of points back to Genesis. You know, so in the beginning, you know, uh, let there be light. You know, that light, you know, had to come from, had to come from somewhere, mm-hmm. um, and then. And then fire was also used, you know, by the Israel people for, uh, for sacrifice and and for worship of God. So so they would sacrifice an animal uh, on an altar, and you know it was it was sending that uh, sending that gift to God somehow. And fire was kind of used um, used all in that. So uh, yeah, those are some of the just I don't know Old Testament references I kind of thought up. What do you think? Where do you where do you see fire in the New Testament? You know, about
1: I know for me it's. Um... Peter, when he's standing around the the fire, the charcoal fire, when he denies Jesus three times. Yeah. And then Jesus is crucified. He rises and Peter goes back to fishing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: trying to figure out, you know. Okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? <laughs> and Jesus calls him off the boat and back to the charcoal fire where that mm-hmm. same charcoal where he denied Jesus at, and Jesus says, do you love me? Yeah. You know that a lot of times that happens around campfires where mm-hmm. people's real feelings come out, right? Um, and there can be a lot of forgiveness and healing there. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: and even just to think like, yeah, like Jesus sat around a campfire too. He knew how, he he knew how to do that. And um, I thought about that when I was watching the the series The Chosen. I don't know if you've you've seen it at all.
1: I've seen it. Yeah, it's really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, um, you know, just Jesus like there was just some scenes of him just like just working, working on building some stuff and sitting in the woods, building the campfire. Like, I don't know, like, yeah, God did that too. Like he knows what that's like. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, but yeah, so Chosen, it's really good uh, if you haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, and then and then I, I think of two, like, uh, so Pentecost, you know, when the coming of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. like so Mary and the disciples are in the upper room and there's like tongues of flame above, above their heads. Um, kind of a spiritual fire, you know, not necessarily a physical fire, but um, something that's that's very real uh, in their lives, and uh, something we'll talk about in a little bit um, after we talk about uh, prayer. So yeah, so fire is is really a part of the scriptures, you know, God's word uh, that we reflect on. But it's also a part of the church's um, prayer, you know, our our liturgy of of how we of how we pray as a community. And there's there's really fire a lot of places. First and foremost, I think of the Easter Easter Vigil. What happens at the the Easter Vigil with uh, with fire?
1: Well, here we have the Boy Scouts build a, it's like a campfire outside. Yeah, the Paschal Paschal fire. Did you light the, the candle this year? I did. So, you want to talk about how you had to get it from the, yeah. the how you got the the yeah. flame from the campfire to the Paschal? Yeah. Candle? So at the
0: beginning of the, uh, the Easter Vigil, so it's um, Holy Saturday night. Um, so it, everything begins in darkness uh, so the lights of the church are out uh, and there's a there's a Paschal fire and then we have the big Paschal candle which is representative of Christ of Jesus and so somehow you have to you have to get the fire you know uh, you know from out the of this fire roaring campfire uh, roaring campfire into onto this candle so I, uh, father Jeremy uh, when he was here he uh, <laughs> I guess he took some tapers and kind of weaved them together uh, so that's what I did <laughs> so well, kind of stuck that into the fire and then and then was able to light it. Uh, from there. So that was, it was a fun little, uh, fun little thing.
1: And our Pasco candle is like five feet tall. Yeah. It's, it's you
0: it, You can't really, yeah, you can't really carry it, no. stick it in and really be a successful lighting it. So, <laughs> but yeah, so the idea is like everything is in darkness and, and this light is lit uh, from this candle and it, it brings this crazy kind of sensation experience of, of one light in the darkness.
1: In pre-pandemic times we would light everybody would have a little candle Mm -hmm. that would get lit from the Paschal candle. It's true. Um, But we couldn't do that this year with the pandemic. Yeah. The whole idea of this tiny little light has lit up the entire church mm -hmm. that's in the dark because it's totally dark.
0: Yeah. Which I think that was, I mean, it's definitely beautiful to have that expression uh, that, you know, everyone's candles are lit. Mm -hmm. But this year it was kind of an interesting experience to have just the one candle uh, kind of come in and have it stand out that much more. Um, you know to kind of really you know uh, focus on that visual,
1: and it's amazing how bright that one, one little light is in yeah. the, in the midst of all that darkness.
0: Right. Yeah. So um, Easter Vigil, we have that, uh, and then the uh, the deacon or the priest will will kind of say like Christ uh, Christ is our light, and we say thanks be to God. So so recognizing you know one of the qualities of fire is that it brings uh, it brings light then the liturgy, we also uh, so at every Mass we have to have candles, uh, kind of along these lines. That that light uh, is this kind of um, element of, of fire, uh, and the fire is is this element of light, and that Christ is always present at every Mass. So we have to have candles uh, at every every Mass. We also have incense. Uh, fire is a part of <laughs> part of incense, mm-hmm. so that smoky stuff uh, we use. You like using incense? I do,
1: I do. I I like the the mystical part of it where. You can almost see through it, but not real clearly. And yeah. that mystery is like that. Mm-hmm. We don't always see it clearly, mm-hmm. really never see it clearly. Uh, my friend said if he was using incense and you could see him as the priest, then he wasn't using enough, so he would just put more on it. <laughs> exactly. Um,
0: That's awesome. So Yeah, incense, I mean, it has this beautiful smell to it. It really draws, engages our senses in a real way. Mm -hmm. And it also clouds our senses. Like this is something mysterious we're entering into. So we don't use incense a whole ton. We'll use it at funerals. Uh, Sometimes we'll use it for for kind of more solemn masses like Easter and Christmas Mm -hmm. and and kind of bigger things.
1: Adoration.
0: Adoration, yeah. So when we have the Blessed Sacrament Mm -hmm. exposed, uh, we'll use it then uh, to kind of just elevate this moment. But that comes from, from fire. I think one of the most unique experiences I had uh with with just fire and 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 prayer, so i two years ago I had the opportunity of going to uh the Painesville jail to celebrate uh mass with uh with the inmates and you know it's kind of an intimidating sound I've never been in a jail before um uh and just kind of going in you don't want kind you don't know what kind of security there is like what can I bring in like you know because I have mm-hmm. metal you know kind of metal uh cha- i mean they're small it's a travel travel mass kit, but like I have metal things you know to to use for mass and and I was thinking beforehand, I was like, well, you know, I have to have candles. You know, uh, we'll see if I can, you know, take some matches and, and some small candles in. I, thinking that they probably were going to take them. Uh, yeah. They were going to take them at the, at the door because obviously you don't want to bring matches into a, a prison for, you know, someone to get Several a hold of. Several reasons. For, someone, <laughs> for many reasons. Uh, someone to get a hold of. Uh-huh. But long story short, I was able to, I was. they didn't really check it. And it was, it was beautiful because we had this experience uh, because of it. You know, so the, all the all the guys come in. It was a it was a, it was a men's floor, uh, so all the guys come in for mass, and they're cho- and they're talking and chatting. Things are kind of hectic, and I'm, I'm about to start mass, <clears throat> and as soon as I like, so I was able to to, to strike the match, <laughs> thinking they were they were going to come in the door like five <laughs> seconds after. I lit the match and lit the candle, and it was weird. It was like, it, it, just a a calmness came over the room. In a way that was just real and tangible. And it was just a really kind of crazy moment. You know, you're thinking like a jail, like it's it's a very unnatural kind of thing, like a lot of brick, a lot mm-hmm. of like a lights, bars. Like it's a very unnatural space. Mm-hmm. And to bring f- like fire, something living, something from the natural order into that space, was just, it was obviously very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and it drew everyone's attention. Um, and I think, you know, the, the atmosphere was transformed because of that. So on a natural, but even still, like, Fire kind of just has this like the presence of God is here uh, in, in a very real sense that's why we use way light candles to pray it mm-hmm. kind of draws us in but I was just that was really cool just kind of that symbol really stuck out there uh, in, in that place and I never would have expected it
1: and for me it's that moment in baptism right after the person's baptized <clears throat> that we give them that candle that's lit from the Paschal candle mm-hmm. I think the song this little light of mine, comes mm-hmm. from that moment that, you yeah. know, we're enlightened by Christ. Um, and we're that light, like the Paschal candle was at Easter vigil in the midst of the darkness. Mm-hmm. But it is a really powerful time. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I just want to reflect, reflect a little bit on, you know, fire. Where, you know, it's actually in the scriptures much more than we think it is for all different reasons. So maybe, you know, if you're... Um, if you're struggling with scripture, hey, maybe go look up, hey, where where is all the places where fire is in scripture. Mm-hmm. Maybe that can kind of help you help help you enter enter
1: into, into it and see
0: like, yeah, what is it? What is it saying? Mhm.
1: And if you can't have a fire in your backyard, that's the favorite part of my house is our fire pit in the backyard. Oh yeah. It's just it's a very calm, peaceful place where the grandkids come and do hot dogs and marshmallows. Oh yeah. But if you don't have that, a lot of the metro parks have like community fire pits right? that even have wood there right next to them. Mm-hmm. So um, check with your local metro park to see if they have a place where you can have a campfire with your friends mm-hmm. um, in a safe way. Yeah. Yeah. So look at the scriptures, see where fire is.
0: You know, in this time where people are, are starting to do a little more things and getting out and about, yeah, have a fire with, with some people, you know, because it really, not just for the sake of having a fire, but that it draws people together and, and into relationship, and that could be something really important um, for us. And then, two, you know, we talked about Pentecost very briefly before. You know, this Pentecost is this time of the coming of the Holy Spirit uh, upon the upon the church. You know that we're not supposed to just uh, observe fire in our lives, um, but we're supposed to, you know, kind of become fire. You know, God wants to, God wants to be um, kind of fire through us in the sense of drawing people into our lives uh, and drawing people closer to Christ and so that they can be transformed uh, by him. St. Uh, Catherine of Siena just had a quote that, you know, if you, if you are what you ought to be, you will set the world uh, on fire. So, yeah, as we're thinking about fire, uh, think about like, okay, where is God wanting to be uh, in my life and bring transformation um, to my life? Maybe that some maybe that means that some things kind of need to be destroyed, kind of you know, moved away from because they're really not helping us, mm-hmm. and moving towards things that really um, are going to help us. So,
1: yeah. And before we started, we talked about an invitation and a transformation. Right. How do we, how are we invited into the presence of God and transformed, right. or how does a physical fire in the backyard or at the park help transform our relationships with each other?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because just as just as much as fire draws um, people in to an experience, like we can help draw people into an experience, you know, of of God in their lives, which they maybe ser- may be searching for more than they realize. So,
1: and in the Hallmark movies, that's always where like the boy and the girl right. fall in love mm-hmm. around the campfire, right next to the campfire, toasting marshmallows, exactly, drinking wine, <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> Or just to quote the Hallmark Channel. Of course,
0: so. <laughs> of course. I would prefer craft beer <laughs> over wine, but hey, yeah, that's uh, that's all right. Well, have a great day, everyone. Uh, we'll end with a little prayer uh, before we before we get going. In the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Um, good and gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day, this time together. We have to share and just to just share our lives together, to share uh, the the beauty of our uh, of our earth, of the elements you've given to us. Of Of nature and of of fire. We ask you to be with us no matter where we're at today. May you inspire us, breathe your life and your fire into us, uh, that we may be the joyful uh, and hope-filled people uh, that you've called us uh, to be. We ask this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. And for uh, some thoughts on campfire cooking... Um, we've done a couple of videos on that, so might want to put a link to that yeah. YouTube channel. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, so
0: Deacon Bob and I do a campfire cooking, so mm-hmm. we'll we'll be lighting up a fire here soon to share some more things with you. So stay tuned mm-hmm. um, for the best of, <laughs> of Dutch oven cooking. Dutch oven cooking. <laughs> so, all right, everybody. Have Thanks. A good, have a good day. God
1: bless.